0: Welcome back to another episode of Chapel's Corner. Hope everybody is doing well. If you are dealing with fuck shit or fuck people, like I tend to do on a day-to-day basis, we just going to take a moment to just whoops I just inhale, exhale, you know, breathe on it and just let it all go, okay? Because the goal for the rest of this year and into 2020 is to pretty much stay sucker free. OK, I want that for me and I want that for you. Now, moving forward, I have some thoughts that I want to share um, about uh, a couple people, a couple things. All right. And most of it have to do with headline news and some of these celebrities. So I want to go back to Kanye West because I was talking about him at the last episode, and ever since then, I mean, like, boy, uh, the boy is just like yeah, on a roll, you know? Now, they're right, because you on a roll don't mean it's a good roll now. Well, you know, you're just, you're just you're just rolling, you know? You're just not necessarily stopping, and niggas like to energize the bunny, and every time you turn around, I feel, you know, in the headlines, he's uh, in another state, uh, petitioning for ballot, whatever, to put this money and trying to meet these deadlines. Some states he didn't he didn't get. Some days he's struggling. Some states he's struggling to get and other states he have gotten already. <laughs> Alright, bottom line is move forward with this. In the midst of this crazy wild campaign, which, does Kanye not know that November is just around the corner? Like, is he not aware, like, this is super, this is so black of him, you know what I mean? To just be so late with this shit and just be so fucking last minute. But is he not aware that uh, November is just around the corner? You know what I mean? Um, I think we all know that the likelihood of Kanye West being our next president is uh, slim to none. You know what I mean? Like, you got a better chance that, like, <laughs> you got a better chance that, like, Trump just turn insane and talk a riot. You know what I mean? Like, that's not going to happen. You just not going to happen. Okay? But, at the same time, that's not stopping him. Okay? And also, he has rights as far as, like, if anybody had the money that he had and felt like they wanted to do this, they could do this. Obviously, not maybe going to be a likely candidate to win, but at the same time, you do have the option to to run. Hell, dick gregory ran for president at one point you know um god bless dead but the point is you you, you can you know show the chism. You know, you could do whatever you could try so i do commend kanye for simply fucking trying for simply trying he gets an a for effort or an a for effort for me go yay but is it a bad idea is there, yeah, it's, it's, this is a shit show. This is a bad, this is, this is one hell of a fucked up idea, you know. But I am so proud of him of just standing so firmly by such a bad decision, okay. At least he believes in himself. And sometimes, you know what, guys, that's all that matters. Now, move forward with this Kim shit. I'm trying to, Kim, let it go. Like, that's where I'm at with Kim. I'm just like, Kim, let it go. I feel like with with Kim, uh, Yes, we know Kanye's a handful, but I feel like it, it, she said it herself. Well, I shouldn't say she said it herself, but the words that he used in his apology to her, uh, to me, mirrors something that she might have said to him when she was trying to get through to him on maybe some of these things you saying that have been hurting me. For instance, he said to her, I, I didn't cover you the way that you cover me. Like, I, I, he specifically used those words like, because I did not cover you the way that you cover me, and I apologize for that. And that simply in turn uh, says to anyone who got common sense and can read between the lines that my wife is a good wife in the sense of that she cleans up my mess and she still stands by me firmly and, you know, will do whatever it is that she can to just make sure that uh, from the outside looking in, we kind of look as sane as we could possibly look, even though it's fucking impossible for us to. You know what I mean? Meanwhile, here I am out here just putting all the business out in the street. So... I feel like Kim's just been doing the covering thing. Uh, it's not a happy. I I don't. I never really believed it was a happy marriage. So you got this image of Kim crying in the fucking car, and she's and, and and Kanye. They look like they're having this intense conversation, and Kim looking dead at the cameras. And I could. I know what she was thinking at that moment too. She was thinking just like most people do, just like me. If I was in an argument with my significant other, because I'm the type of person listen. I don't give a fuck. Whatever happens, whatever we doing, arguing, bull, whatever that shit is or whatever, like, I would love to be doing that in the house. Like, whatever happens in the house, stay in the house. Once we hit this door, motherfucker, you better fix your goddamn face. Once we out here hitting the steps in public and all that, you better fix your face. I don't care if niggas was rumbling and tumbling in the house, almost burn the fucking shit down. We hitting that fucking door, you better fix your fucking face. Okay? I don't care if niggas are sitting in a church pew together side by side. Okay? And for some reason, you're and a little fucking mood swing and all of a sudden it just puts us all in a bad vibe and all that you better hold your shit together okay until we get in the car and even when we get in the damn car if we ain't got no motherfucking tinted windows bitch like kanye and kim didn't seem to have at that moment and we straight fishbowling in this bitch you better keep your motherfucking face together until we leave this motherfucking church park a lot and we on the street riding around with other motherfucking strangers that do not know us nigga Bottom line, you're not gonna be out here embarrassing me. So here I see Kim in the moment as she's just like passionately trying to go oh, yay, yeah, stop, weren't you late? I love you, I love you. And then she makes eye contact with the Paps, who's like, oh, click, 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 click. And she's like, Kanye, and they just see us now, everybody. He probably was like, bitch, well, why would you bring this motherfucking car? Why would you rent this car with the fishbowl? You dumb bitch, you know we're celebrities. I can only imagine how fucking left that conversation went. I feel like Kim talking to Kanye at this point is like Kim talking to my piggy bank. And I don't mean that in the sense of financial. I mean, like, is it going to talk back? Kim might as well be talking to a wall. Kim might as well be talking to a tree. You know what I mean? As far as uh, it's falling on death is. It's not her fault. You know? Uh, because at this point, I'm surprised that Kim. For t- one reason. But it's not her fault. I'm going to say well, for the reason. I'm going to say it's not her fault. Because she says why well, she loves him. She's going to try. You're supposed to. For better or for worse, sickness and health. That is the vows that they took. Right? That's what you're supposed to say. And if you really believe by that, that's what you're supposed to do. So, is she being the dutiful good wife? Yes, uh, but at the same time, it's like she got to be tired. You know what I'm saying? Like him, you, 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 you have to be constantly tired of cleaning up the mess. I'm surprised that her supposed to be uh, educated in this area of bipolar disorder. She is more aware of his condition episodes. Uh, treatments that he's taking not taking whatever the situation is she is more aware of that than we are and probably even more than kanye is as far as like what he probably needs to do as far as treatment but one thing she seems to be failing to understand that she should try to understand that someone dealing with someone with mental illness or a loved one is that the way you're talking to them Sometimes sound and logically Is not always going to go through And it's not nothing personal to you From that person So much as it is the illness <clears throat> Or the, the, the uh circumstance of their mental health That's making them come at you like that So in other words, what I'm saying is Kim is beating a dead horse, Okay if Kanye is not on being um, taking care of himself, if he's not on his, you know, what I'm saying meds or whatever it is that then he needs to do to balance himself out chemically in that brain, everything she's basically saying is falling on deaf ears. Basically, it's like the same thing with an addict, in a sense. You know, you can want them to get clean as much as you want to, but usually they have to have a rock bottom moment or something, or lose enough, a family, a uh, homelessness, something, to finally say, "I'm gonna put myself." is for help put myself there. Not necessarily be put there, it says they're throwing there through detox because they found me on the street, passed out, but I'm going to voluntarily put myself, the same thing. And so if that person chooses to do that, you could cry on their face all day long, you could tell them they're tearing the family down all they want, that disease has control of the mind and it's the same client. So this is why I said, <clears throat> and I think um, Larry, no, Letterman or somebody, don't quote me, he was on with them, but that's what they were trying to say. It's like if somebody had a broken ankle, you wouldn't keep putting or applying pressure on that ankle, right? Because it's not going to make it any better. It's the same thing we you deal with somebody with bipolar disorder. So to the public, it's always going to come off when Kanye's doing stuff as uh, socially just disturbing and wrong. Like he's a man with sense who's just acting ignorant because you're uneducated about it. So with Kim, it's like you could tell she's struggling with the fact that she's really fighting it, but Kim is not going to work. Because, bitch, if it was me, I'm telling you right now, Kanye couldn't have had no black wife, <laughs> because if Kanye had a black wife, hell, bitch, if I was Kanye's wife, I, Kanye would have been somewhere. Oh, I got, oh my god. First of all, I wouldn't. Have, I know my, I know my man. Clearly, he's uh, not on his meds. He's not taking care of himself, so he's just bound to have a motherfucking episode. And bitch, I'd be right there waiting for that episode to fucking happen with a brick in my bag or a taser, because I can't really kill kill this nigga, but at the same time, I can knock a nigga to fuck out, <laughs> nigga. Or oh, I'm going to jump on a nigga's back with with a cloth with that chloroform or whatever the fuck they put on the cloth and then they put it over a nigga's mouth and then they pass the fuck out. We're going to get you the fuck out of here. You're, you will shut the fuck up. They're going to be like, oh my God, if I was Kim K, they be like, oh my God, is that Kim K? Did she just come up and bust this nigga in the back of her head with a brick? Yeah, bitch. I just ran down on my motherfucking eye. I bust that. I sure enough did. And if any motherfucking teeth fell out, we'll just get them some new ones, okay? Straight like that fuck you talking about? Nigga, you ain't gonna be out here in these motherfuckers. You what? Boom. And I'll have bodyguards taking the fuck put this nigga in a fucking truck, lay his ass out in the back. Fuck he think this is. Nigga, you ain't never coming out the house again. Straight. Like that. Oh, <laughs> Kanye wanna be out here acting the fuck up. One damn man about to tear the whole family up in reputation. Cause at first I said, hey, this can't be. Kim's doing. Kim don't want no motherfucking uh be first lady the first i mean hell there'll been some dumbass first ladies looking real dumb like they be talking about melania a lot but i know that kim would be the dumbest looking first lady i mean damn all that shit you don't work hard to do you, you don't put out that sex tape to rise to fame just to become the first lady of the united states yeah airheaded ass husband <laughs> this how you went out bitch she don't want that shit so apparently she's trying to tell him to go uh, to just stop the campaign no I couldn't have been having none of this shit. I don't know that nigga. <laughs> Back in, she can't control him no more. Alright, so people pretty much, I'll say this thing: people said that um, Kim Kardashian is torn over divorcing Kanye West after an emotional Wyoming trip. Okay, so her concerns are kids and uh, the, the partnership. So Kim Kardashian, West, and Kanye West's future remains unclear. The couple reunited for the first time person on Monday after a Kardashian flew to Cody, Wyoming. He was, she wasn't the only one that went over there. Wasn't uh, Chappelle over there? And I was like, good, good. No, I was like, check on your boy. Don't, y'all be you, you seeing you see, your people melt the fuck down. Somebody said, okay, so Dave Chappelle went over there, so everything's okay. Now, nah, nah, it's not about everything's okay. It's about check on your fucking peoples. Don't matter if they're having a damn nervous breakdown. Don't be the type of person that's just too ashamed or too embarrassed to stand by your people. Nigga, I'm going to come by and I'm going to tell you some jokes, nigga. You out here bugging. Okay, I would love for Dave to come by my house after I bug the fuck out. Make me fucking laugh, nigga. Come through, Dave. The fuck? I thought that was very dope. Go visit your peoples. Call them. Boy, you all right? You know what I'm saying? Don't judge them. Just, you good. Uh, I heard about that shit that happened the other day, nigga. I saw that clip. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We, we, I'm not going to lie. We replayed it a few times. But bottom line, we saw it. We just want to make sure you good. Wink, wink. Bottom line, they said Kim is not getting back what she needs from Kanye. She was to the point that uh, she basically flew there to tell him goodbye and that their marriage is over. So now first we had Kanye saying, I've been trying to get out this shit for years, right? Now Kim has basically supposedly had to come down and say, I want this shit to be done. Uh, I think they both should die. I think what happened with, What? what is, there's, I think, what we, isn't that a win-win? <laughs> Listen, bitch. I'm trying to get out, straight up, straight up, get out, okay, like, Jordan Pitts, I'm trying to get out, I want, but, you know what they said to the Amistad, give me free, give us free, give us free, bitch, go your way and I'll go mine, the fuck out of here, tired of this bitch, but it's said like he doesn't seem to get what she is saying, he hasn't changed anything that um, she told, she told Kim that he knew he would change, Kim is very torn, the last thing she wants is to be divorced with four kids. She knows that she will be fine financially, but her concerns are the kids and the partnership. She is moving towards a divorce, but who knows if she will actually sign the papers. Now, <clears throat> I don't know that Kim never want to think about divorce before. I just think that she's just the type of person that just, for the sake of appearances. You know, I, this is what... I can't judge anybody. I can't judge people for fighting, whatever, especially in a marriage. You know, it's different when it's a marriage, but... At the same time, when certain things are just straight for appearance's sake, you gotta ask yourself, is it all the way worth it? Uh, At some point in this article, it even went on to say because uh, Kim says that he is the love of her life. Or she refers to him as the love of her life. Uh, I don't know how true that is. But I just feel like I just feel like he was never the one, Kim. I just feel like things happen. Things are meant to be. Some people are meant to be in your life for a season. Maybe not forever. Who am I to say? Maybe they make it. Maybe they don't. But I personally just feel like, you know, Kanye is a ticking time bomb. And you just, I mean, what what, what are you going to do? How long? How the fuck long? Bitch, it's a grenade. Bitch, it's a grenade the pin is out of the fucking grenade bitch what do you well, what are you gonna do you're gonna jump on top of it and lay on it bitch how long how long bitch before the the fucking shit explodes and everything what the fuck are you gonna do kim jump ship and save yourself kanye just somebody just get the fuck off and get off get off you got christmas family use you got four fucking kids you're probably you're gonna have grandkids because you know the kardashians are straight breeders yo straight up like y'all gonna see each other again take a fucking break ah in the meantime bitch next husband you get you know get me get, getting a fucking nigga that makes some goddamn sense sit your fucking ass down so tired of Kim her fucking husbands you know where she went wrong at right when she fucking Reggie Bush when she fucked up with Reggie Bush, that was the one that would have made some fucking sense. But she was getting on TV with the Kardashians. It was new. He was a very private guy. He's in the NFL. Very good looking. Oh, my God, Reggie Bush. I haven't really been looking at him. He was more pictured during those days to me, especially with her, especially in promotion for the show. I know he didn't want to be on the show for a while because he was like, i just a private person, and I just want us to be private. She finally got him to be on the show for a few times. Sometime after that, it just didn't work out. Then he creeped out and did the vertigo shit that I was talking to you all about in the previous episode where the man tries to get the replica of the ex as so close as possible, where... Uh, his mother of his, I don't, I don't know if they're still together, but the mother of his first child, I don't know if they had more children together, end up looking just like this bitch Cam. And it was like, okay. And then one time they ran into each other in a restaurant she took off with the show and all them fucking men and, every, you know, the rest is history from there. But I just felt like the last, in my opinion, sensible fucking man that she was with that made sense was Reggie Bush. But I'm glad he got out. <laughs> so it's just like... <laughs> I got to move on, though. Let me move on. I might come back to that, but I'll move on. Tamar Braxton, child. Why? What in the fuck? Yo, child, what is going on here? What in the fuck is going on here? Tamar, at this point this suicide shit is gonna it's just caused so much ratings I know I know I'm not saying that suicide is a good thing I'm not promoting it I'm not one of these sick industry people but you also gotta understand this is how they think this suicide thing there's no such thing as bad publicity good or bad crazy psycho are they talking do you have something coming out I noticed that people these days these celebrities especially during quarantine always have the most uh, dramatic some kind of jaw-dropping news or shocking sc- a scandalo, right? Deadass, like a month before something's about to drop, a song just came out, an album, uh, all of a sudden they're gonna connect it to a show, uh, they're gonna talk about a hit. Okay, all right, I get it, I'm not dumb, I get it. But straight up, I'm trying to figure out how do they not know all these ratings is going go to go the, now to the, it's September 10th now? It was supposed to be July, August or something? It's going to be September 10th. Anybody going to watch that shit? Because they're going to want to see what the fuck was Tamar going through, <laughs> allegedly or for real, that made her go to the jumping point of one to damn kill herself. Uh, supposedly, the reality TV shows I brought up or stirred up so much stuff from her past, from sexual assaults and traumatizing events, PTSD stuff. That was so deep and so heavy that homegirl, like, just went off, you know. I personally think, I, I shit, I, I, I think all the Braxtons don't, they don't quite click right. Like, I feel like all them bitches, hell, bitch, I ain't sane. I never claim to be sane, okay? But at the same time, I think they're all a little nutty. But Tamar, <laughs> Tamar takes the cake sometimes for me with the over-the-topness. So, I'm sure that sh- things have happened, you know. But, at one, I'm glad she's okay. Okay, no matter what the hell it is, I'm glad that she's all right, one, and two, I'm just like, you know, come on, like, can we all just, like, what is it, the heat wave, the heat wave got, every, every everybody's fucking losing their mind during this heat wave, even my own mother, try to have my mother run down on me for something, for a fan, something as simple as a fan, and I'm talking about them. Box back in the day, they probably like 1999 now, like the basic square fan with the thing. Yes, there's air conditioning in the house. This is the thing that killed me. But during the heat wave, it's like nobody could feel anything. So I remember one day during the heat wave, I have this beautiful fan that's just like not a fan. It's, I don't know, this thing. The thing is like I might as well be sitting on top of a fucking mountain. That's how much everything gusts and just feels so cool. And I like to put that on with the air conditioner, especially when like. It's hot like it is. So I was trying to get this real full kind of like uh effect in my house, like I was on top of a cool mountain. And all of a sudden, there was a short in my fan. My beautiful fan had just died. Like I, I died. And just like that, it wasn't even twenty seconds later. I promise you, it was probably less than a second later. The entire room just felt ten to fifteen degrees warmer because it was like in the in the beginning of the midst of the heat of this. How's it? Like, Hell no. No, 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 no. So I'm like, my mother, she has all this air conditioning. Like, hers is cooler than mine. I know she has this fan that she does occasionally use. Like, she she uses that method as well when it gets, like, a heat wave. Like, try to get a second form of ventilation or something going. But I'm not sure if she's using this damn fan or not. But I know she has one. But my mother is so fucking, she's so particular. I love my mother. I really do, right? I'm her only child. I love my mother to the death of me. And even though my mother swears up and down that, you know, uh, you know, if, whenever I go one day, everything I have is yours. And, uh, um, you know, one thing about life is you never know what's going to happen. But as long as you have your mother, as long as I'm here, you're always going to be around. I'll always be here for you. And all this is wonderful. It's great. All that shit sounds great, right? All fun and games until I need to borrow a fucking fan. Right, took my ass over and went to her place specifically after she left for work because my mother very particular about her things. Like I said, it don't matter if she says she's here and you can whatever touch it, touch it, you get it, do whatever. You want, but make sure it's back somewhere where she can see. If she misplaces shit and it mis- assumes that I did it, basically hides things from herself and then turns around and be like, it was here. What? I, I left it here when I left. It was here. I never even seen this shit. I have no idea that this shit even existed. I don't know what color I don't even know what it what is it. I never even heard of the Well, you like,' oh, oh no, never mind, yes, yes, like that. So I remember she particular with her stuff in the case that if I had grabbed it in front of her, it probably would have been a okay well, where are you going with it? You know it's not a big deal,' sure, you could take it, but it's just like she particular oh waited for her to leave. I did this shit like some covert op operation. Only thing a bitch was missing was like a grappling hook and a murder one. I didn't need it. It was summer hot. I don't need all of that. I got in. I got a key. I got in. I got entry. Found the location of the fan. I snatched it like a thief in the broad daylight, which really should have been night, but it was day and I left, right? Plugged everything in and all was well. All day. Because my mother works in the evening from like 3 to 12. She works in the hospital. She does the evening shift. She's a nurse. Over 20-something years. she finally comes home. It's probably like after midnight when she comes home. I'm like relaxing. I get a text. I'm like, let oh, me roll over and see what this is. I uh, uh, rub my eyes. I open this shit. My mom was like, where's my fan? Question mark, question mark. Question. I was like, I couldn't believe this. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh. I was like, yeah, your fan, I had to borrow it because, you know, my fan, it broke down. This heat wave was a short of something. Or I must have just been using it way too much, you know, like in the past couple of years. Either way, it blew out on me. Don't worry, I'm going to get a new one before the end of the week. I specifically wanted that one and I, I ordered it. Once I get mine, I'll give you yours. Or I was like, and if, if not, I was like, if, or before, actually, I didn't order it yet. It was like that night. So I was like, I'm going to order it tomorrow. I was like, if I don't order it, if I can't find it, I was like, I'm just going to keep yours, and I will replace you with a new fan at the end of the week. Thinking that this was going to smooth things over, thinking that this was going to be the end of it. It's being borrowed until the end of the week. It's Monday. By the end of the week, even though technically that's really like Sunday or Saturday for some people, depending if you observe Shabbat or, or Shabbat. But, you know, the end of the week technically would be Sunday or Saturday. I really meant by Friday. So, really what I meant, and really it's midnight now. So, technically, it's technically early Tuesday fucking morning. And I'm like, yeah, this is like the end of the week. That's like Friday the latest. Do you know between Tuesday, Tuesday afternoon, Wednesday, and Thursday morning was the worst day. My mother was just running down on me. I remember I was coming out the house, and here was my mother in the car. And she was going. She was on her way to work. And she was like slow rolling by the crib with the windows down i I seen a car coming look like a drive-by i was like what is this and i was like oh my god this is my mother's car and she got to the house and she looked at me and she was like any news about my fan yet i was like oh shit i was like i told you i got you at the end of the week i was like you gonna work she was like yeah don't forget about my fan spit <laughs> off i was like what the hell? i was like okay <laughs> i'm like this is odd because it's still Tuesday. It wasn't just like after midnight this morning. I was just talking to you about this. Sometimes, she's bugging. She has A.C. Why is she crying about it? Wednesday morning. Text on my phone. Did you get a new fan yet? My fan? I said, I kept telling you. I'm going to get you a fan by the end of the week. Well, that's too long. I said, end of the week is Friday. Mind you, it's only Wednesday. She's like, no. You got till Thursday to get me a new fan or else. I was like, who? Is this my mother? I'm telling you, my mother went from a Haitian, a traditional Haitian woman that was born in Haiti, okay? Born in Haiti, a Haitian, traditional Haitian woman. Think about it. And now has transformed into Debo on her own child, her first born and only child for a fan, a 1999 fan. I said, Mom, I said, when did you become like this? I said, I am your daughter. I said, you are getting nasty with me over a fan? She was like, listen, you don't have my fan. She's like, now nah, I want it by Thursday. <laughs> she said, this is the last night I'm going to roast like this. Tomorrow you're going to roast. Give me back my beer. By tomorrow. I was like, yeah, I was like, this woman is not my mother. So the next day, I still didn't have her fan. And... <laughs> I had to damn near, she was just like, where is it? It's Thursday, I told you, this is your night. You're gonna stuff, you're gonna die. <laughs> it's me, your daughter. It's your daughter. They yeah, you don't give a fuck, boy. Allen parents ain't shit, boy. They are, I love them, but when they want they stuff done, you, the, you are the ops. Where is her fan? My fan didn't end up coming till Friday. Thank God the mailman, I was happy the mailman came because he come before UPS, FedEx, DHL, and all of them. I was there before nine. Boy, I ran, I ran. I put the fan down, I plugged it in. I said, there, now you can stop disrespecting me all for a 1999 fan. And she was like, thank you. Suddenly she went back, she transformed. I don't know, she was like the Hulk. She went from evil mommy bitch to mommy dearest bitch to fucking <laughs> sweet mommy sweet elderly mommy that's close to retirement sweet and anything you need as long as your mother is here whatever you need a 1999 fan she's gonna kill me for though shit when i was younger i used to tell my mother that i was gonna put her in shady pines because i could totally relate to dorothy i could totally relate my mother and me is dorothy and sophia i don't care what nobody's because Sophia was that, she didn't have to be a Caribbean mother. She was a, uh, she was a, she was a, she was a, she was a, a traditional American mother. So she had t- tradition and values. Basically she's gonna tell you your dress is ugly. She's gonna tell you if you don't look right. She's gonna tell you if you ain't have, she's gonna tell you what she's gonna tell you. And <laughs> she care okay if you're your feelings. And Dorothy had her little sarcastic kind of humor to deal with it. And one of the things she used to try to check her mother on the time was say, ma, you know, Shady Pines. Everybody knew what Shady Pines was. It was the nursing home that Sophia, was so terrified of PTSD, like did not want to go back. She got saved from getting from staying there because Dorothy allowed her. Dorothy allowed her to come live with her. You know, and Dorothy just kept saying, but you just don't know how much I could I could just take this away and put your ass back at home. So I used to walk around the house and I say, Shady Pines, Ma, Shady Pines. I was doing that for about like maybe a year or two. And then finally one day my mother thought to her, I thought she got it. I thought she understood. She cast she me, she said, Shady Pine. She said, you always say that to me. She said, what is that? Why do you always say Shady Pine? I was like, oh, you know what Shady Pine is? I, said, I was a nurse at home. And I explained to her about Dorothy and Sophia and how she always trying to put her mother back in the home because her mother's getting on her nerves. <laughs> I feel like she knows Golden Girls, but she like, I'm bringing it back to her about the specific relationship of, her, of the daughter just being like, gosh, I just no, you just gotta go back to home. And my mother was like, oh my God. That's what you've been saying to me all these years when you've been saying shady pies. You're going to put me in a house. Mama does not think that's funny. She, she, she just she thinks I will do it. That's why she doesn't laugh. And I laugh because of how afraid she is that I will. Hilarious. And my dog got threatened ASPCA. I threaten her all the time because she just, she's just too spoiled. I've talked about this in previous podcasts. I want to take her down to a shelter for a day <laughs> and leave her there on some scared straight dog edition shit sleever her there. You know what I'm saying? She eats whatever she wants. <laughs> and I don't mean like bad stuff, but like good stuff. Healthy dog food. Like different. Br- she has a selection. And she has enough to turn her nose up at certain things. You got to come. What the hell? Yeah, maybe I spoiled her too much. Now take your ass down to the ASPCA where they eating dry ass government kibble all day. With tap water and dirty shit. And on top of that, sometimes they even got government kibble. They give them government cat food. And that is a fact. Yeah, go eat your little government cat food. Go eat, go, go, eat the, go eat the food the ops eat all day long. I bet when I come pick your ass up, <laughs> you'll be over there happy will start acting right in this house. ASPCA for the dog, Shady Pines for my mother, and I'm still trying to find a place to send my nigga. <laughs> Maybe just six feet under. That's, that's far enough. Shit. R.I.P. <laughs> Happy Saturday. Happy Saturday, y'all. It's August 1st. See, they're gonna have all these August memes now. This month for Jada. Jada and August. I could just see it. Ah, it's coming. it's coming. Tell me i all to pull it together, Lord. I ain't got time for all that. Half of y'all phone. You know. Where am I now? Anything else I want to say? Oh! No, 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 no! I had another comment, people, that I wanted to add to something I said in the previous episode. Yes, this this might even be a part two of the first, a little bit, because I was talking about Olivia De Havilland passing away, and she was uh, Melanie in Gone with the Wind, and I was talking about the controversy that was surrounding Gone with the Wind, and one of these movie HBOs, I do not quote me and them saying that it was like a racist intent it shouldn't be shown, blah, 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 blah. There was a delay, and then I think eventually they did show it, but they had to make a commentary about how they didn't want to offend, blah, 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 blah. And so I was like, I don't get how it was the most offensive slavery film. I don't know that it was, I don't get that it was a film by slavery. First of all, I said from the beginning, I felt this was a, Whew. romanticized version of the Old South the way it was just before the Civil War, okay? And one of the things that I do like uh, to, as a reality, not just to the point that there was, uh, white people was in power, and they did still have slaves, which I keep stressing, they didn't abuse those slaves, those slaves were actually treated well, they was actually amongst the good masses, not saying that you, would, you should want it to be a slave and be with the good master, that's not what I'm saying, but at the same time, like, you know, they... Nobody was abused, it. You just did not see that. You did not see Mammy getting raped, or her daughters getting. Raped. You know, I've seen worse in roots, and that was you know a true story. But one thing that I feel that they did depict in that movie that people don't see is just how hard life was for uh, the whites in the south once the civil war started and the slaves were able to leave. <clears throat> see, Mammy and them. Saved by loyalty. Some will tell you that they was trained house Negroes that were still programmed in the mind enslaved that just hadn't broke free yet. See, them sums would be like Malcolm X. Amen. <laughs> the the woke folk. But some will tell you that, again, there was a relationship, a family, that's why they stayed. But that's when you, start, you saw Scarlett getting dirty. This when you seen her trying to grow a potato. This one, you know, this one, she's seen her having to try to, get, you know, get smart. How's she gonna get this money? Uh, I think there was a man who was trying to take the house for like $300 or something like that. She had to figure out how to grow crops. All I know is the bitch struggled. And that's when she says, God is my witness. I'm never, and when I say never, I mean never ever gonna go hungry again. But it shows you just how hard life was. You know, these, everybody had to learn how to cook and clean. You had to wash your own damn kids again. I'm talking about white people. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you had to grow your own damn crops their food just didn't taste just as good as it did before because they had to learn how to cook their food all over again. The houses just wasn't as clean as it used to be, nor was their stables or their animals, you know what I'm saying? So it just, this all, in my opinion, it was, is just um, showing what happened. And it slowly, surely they showed you the next stage after the Civil War, which was the age when they started doing big business and all of that stuff, and the white man had to find another way to make his money and so on. So other than that, entangled in it, it's a great love story Between this crazy Well Crazy I guess you could say ambitious But tunnel vision girl Who just was in love with a boy named Ashley And just was in love with uh, money and just ambition And just getting ahead That was it in the middle of it That's all I had to say about that I don't know where the hell They have all the, movie, all the movies they want to pick <laughs> To try to nitpick and start talking about Where it was a little offensive and That's the one That's the one. Bitch. Y'all gonna leave my motherfucking movies alone. Okay. Hmm. Oh, no. There was something else I want to talk about. Oh, yes. I have to bring this up. All right. So, on TMZ, there is a story about... You all might have seen it, especially if you're on TMZ or you don't. But there's a story about a shooting. I want to talk about this shooting because it happened... Right across the street from my job, um, I work for UPS overnight and happened across the, from my job at a deli that we all frequent. As a matter of fact, we always say we, UPS owns the deli. Like, do we give the deli most of this? We never close. There's always people always coming in out the warehouse and they have great sandwiches. We love them. <laughs> they look out for you, even if you leave your card at home or something. Like, they'll, you know what I'm saying, your boat, they'll hold, they'll say, just get, bring it to you the next day. Akanam is dope. So, there was a shooting there now in tmz it made a tmz it says uh ex-college football player shot in liquor store fight terrifying video the first thing wrong with this uh title is that it wasn't a liquor store it's a regular deli. some people call it bodega it's a regular corner store it was not a liquor store okay and uh, it just says that he was shot and in the video it just shows you the altercation because this camera's all over there now on break before break like i said uh, Various, especially on break, it could be 50 people there, maybe 30. <clears throat> some people would be in the parking lot. Some people would be up the street from it. This would be three in the morning, four in the morning. Like I said, we would be overnight. So we'd be smoking up the block. You know what I'm saying? Like the point is, it's like, no matter how much time we get, especially in summer, everybody's outside and mostly across the street. People gotta get their food. So I pulled up to work that night, late. <laughs> you know, I wasn't more than I don't know, somewhere between the hour, but I already told them, and there's tape around the store, and I'm like, no, I mean, like, yellow tape, so something happened, like, somebody got injured, hopefully it's not a shooting, I'm making the left, because there's, like, a a, a little island where you go in between, make a left to go around so I could U-turn into the UPS, and sure enough, it looks like the glass got shot out, (sighs) first thing I say is, I hope it's not one of my co-workers. Cause so many of us be over there, it could be female, anybody. I hope nobody was over there when it happened to get hurt. Hope nobody got hurt, that's, that's from the job. And two, I hope everybody in that store is okay. Cause you know them, you on here all the time. Like I hope nobody, I was on a robbery. So come to find out later on, I was a um, UPS employee. The UPS employee who got off work, shift before mine, probably before 12. And went across the street and the video shows you literally that's that's the. but they won't they're not going to tell you here's the shit though they're not going to tell you he was p P.S. a and it's not funny but that's how dirtbag say that's how dirtbag your company is but your ex college your college your alma mater your alma mater took the time you know a coach from the football team, took the time to make a statement. I'm going to read the statement saying that they remember who he is and all the joy and the light that he brought, and they know that he's still friends with people on the basketball team and stuff like that when he checks in periodically, so they were sending their loves and their prayers out to him. Yo, bullshit, motherfucking job. That's right across the motherfucking street. You bust your ass for these niggas. You just clocked the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, you wasn't on the clock. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? But you clocked out, you go across the street. Everybody knew the person came from over here. Even the security by Clock then had already said it was somebody from the job. So and I'm just concerned like, is this anybody on my shift? Like, what happened? I'm trying to figure out, like, what happened? Right? So, like, long story short, everybody already knew it was somebody from there. Ain't hey, shit in that motherfucking article. Or in this article, that says anything about UPS player, but they shouting him out. As the oh, armada. I said, damn right. I said that because your job ain't going to give you a fuck because I know my motherfucking, I should be saying this shit because you should not be attached to this, but I know my motherfucking head, what do you call it? Uh supervisor or management in that building and that nigga ain't shit. I don't dare well when he found out and especially with the precinct also working with us because we have a theft department. People come in and steal from the building. You have dishonest employees. They have a whole unit from the precinct that literally works with us. That's why when they come by, that's when we saw the police cars, be like, I don't know that the police will be stopping people for smoking out here because they have a contract but they they never have in the past. And there was not people coming in that was smelling like it was you know like, so what the hell would they be doing over here? That we knew it was nothing small like that. It had to be bigger than that. Long story short, I know my supervisor was like, Who? What? Is connected to us? No. First of all, if, if was he on the clock? Oh, thank God. Okay, so he wasn't on the clock, and did it happen here across the street? Across the street has nothing to do with us. Do not put UPS in this article. <laughs> do not put UPS in this article. It's- <laughs> but I could just see that's what happened. Because I'm like, how the hell you don't say the boy was coming off of work? They don't even mention that he just left work and just came across the street to probably do what we all do. Get something to eat or damn sure get some water. Because it's, it's too hot these days to be up in there. You got to hydrate. It's this straight labor. Working out. You know, you see he had a, a white beetle, uh, beetle on and it's black and white gray videos. It was not a liquor store. And his bottoms is probably UPS pants, brown, probably, or something else. Long story short, though your own job, nigga. No, we, we was not on the clock. We not. No, that's all they need to put that company in that shit. Cause now the heads companies on corporate gonna be like, there was a shooting. But at... nobody wants to hear that. It's the way they write shit in the news. Talking about liquor store, wasn't even know a damn liquor store. But he is uh, doing better. No, actually, he's in critical condition. He is fighting for his life. They figured out who the person is that shot him. I do not know this impo- this guy. He is on a different ship, like I said. But um, Buffalo State head coach Christian O'Zolins, meanwhile, released a statement to multiple media outlets regarding the shooting saying Malachi was a well-liked member of our football family during his freshman year in 2018 and has remained a friend to many in our program as he has uh, continued his education at Buffalo State after leaving the team due to ongoing injuries. We have him in our thoughts as we wish for him a speedy and full recovery. That's what I'm talking about. I can see St. John's coming for me. The day I've passed the fuck out. The first thing, well, you can say child of God first. Say some St. John's University alumni. And then you can say Marie's daughter. God's daughter first. My mother's, I guess. And then you got put St. John's in there. Say St. John's University alumni, bitch. And I bet you my school gonna come out and be like, what? A Johnny was slain? Nah. No. <laughs> we would like to give our condolences to, to Chapo of Chapo's Corner, and I don't know, but that's honorable. At least they give a fuck about you, and you actually invested in that. You invested probably to go to school, or maybe you got a scholarship. But my point is, you had built the relationship, motherfuckers. You just left. Is my point. That's what I'm trying to tell y'all about people. You got take care of yourself first, motherfuckers. You just left, clocked out. Probably even stay a little late for, because these days it's rough in the building. Them motherfuckers ain't even put nothing in there talking about, we hope that our employee recoveries are going, but ain't but putting shit because you don't want to be associated, dirtbag bitches. Well, I tell you, and yes, my supervisor, head management, the nigga is black. <laughs> Cause you just know, some black nigga that don't want this shit reported. No, 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 it was not here. Nigga, it was 9 o'clock and it was not here. There's no reason to mention this at all. No, thank you, sorry. Thank you, officers. <laughs> Any updates on those stolen iPhones and iPads? Well, from one UPS to another, I wish him a speedy, safe, and full recovery as well. Um, on that note, I love you all. Be safe. Stay sucker free, like I said. And I'll see you all next time here on Chapel's Corner. Mwah.